Are you wanting to create a highly prosperous photography business doing what you love? Or maybe you have a great business already and want to up your game? Then you're in the right place. Master craftsman photographer Lucy Dumas and her guests are here to support you on your journey. Now here's your hostess and tour guide, Lucy. One can choose to go back towards safety or forward towards growth. Growth must be chosen again and again. Fear must be overcome again and again. That's a quote by Abraham Maslow. And thank you for tuning in again. This is a solo episode. I'm calling Stop, Wait, or Go. And it's about how we decide when to go all in, when to hold back and pay attention to more information before we make a change, and when to walk away from something because we think there's more opportunity on the other side. We may not even know what that is, but sometimes we have to stop something before something else starts. So anywho, just a reminder, I'm looking for people who would like to have a business audit as a podcast guest, and I will help you sort out some of the places that you might be leaving some money on the table. I'll give you some action steps. And so you can just email me, lucy at lucydumas.com, or you can go to my Facebook, which is Lucy Dumas, Lucy with an I always. So let's get started. I have a challenge with this topic because there's so much and I have so many notes and I looked up some things on websites and got notes from Entrepreneur Magazine. So I was going to see how the time goes, put as much into this as I can, and um, know that whatever it is you need to hear, you're going to hear it. So stay tuned and be sure to listen all the way to the end because this all kind of layers on top of each other. Okay, so the first thing to look at is the word go. I love the quote, there is freedom waiting for you on the breezes of the sky. You might ask, what if I fall? Oh, but my darling, what if you fly? Love that. Um, So sometimes you get a big idea and there's lots of energy around it. And there's all systems point to yes. You've got the wind in your sails. That's a time, you know, with, you know, engaging your brain and doing a check-in with people that know you to take the leap. Number one, it might just be the action that changes everything. For example, the decision for me to create a podcast. I had a feeling it would be good for my coaching business. And I have wanted to help more people in this industry, but I didn't know how to reach a lot of photographers who are trying to have more successful businesses. So when I went to a conference and the person who was selling courses and get it done programs on setting up a podcast kept saying to me, Lucy, I think you need to have your own show. Part of me was thinking, yeah, he's just trying to sell me his program. But Over time, I kept doing that gut check. I kept thinking about it, talking to people, journaling, visualizing it, 
And all this energy to go for it is what um, came up for me. And as you know, uh, we're on episode uh, 170, something like that. So I thought it would be a great way to promote my coaching business and help more people in the industry. So that was the basis for my deciding this could be a good idea. It also sounded fun. I'm sure if you've listened to a couple of episodes, you know, I love a good conversation. So what I didn't realize is that I would meet and chat with, so far, over 100 amazing people, some that I already know and love, and just the treasure of sitting and talking one-on-one with no distractions was a luxury. And I've made new friends, and I've learned so much myself and become so inspired by others. And also, I have more knowledge now because uh, in these conversations, I'm kind of selfishly asking for information that could benefit either me or my coaching clients. I also didn't think about the potential that this could reach people in 87 countries. And that just makes me so happy. My life is so much richer and more fun because I jumped in to this. Another thing about saying yes and going for it is though what you start may not really be where you're supposed to end up. Getting in motion makes it a lot easier to change course and head in the direction that you're supposed to go or that would bring you joy at this point. Um, I always think, you know, a boat in the in the stream, it's much easier to navigate different little parts of the stream, but first you got to get your boat in the water. So um, saying yes to something when you're not absolutely sure where it's going to end up uh, is perfectly cool. You know, as long as it fits within reason and logic and safety and, you know, like we don't want to figure out how to rob a bank or (laughs) something ethically challenging. But also, we don't have to do everything perfectly when we say yes to something. If it turns out not to be, you know, a wise decision, that's okay too. Uh, So in that regard, number three, it might be a growth opportunity where you learn things you need for later, or it might give you clarity. An example of that, one of my coaching clients signed up for my six-month program. He learned a lot. He learned how to sell. I helped him put together a website and edit his work for promotion. And um, what he realized at the end of it, because he had a great job, is that he actually loved his job and wanted to stay there so he could use his photography as an art and a hobby. And he didn't feel like, oh, that was a waste. He expressed that clearly that six months of coaching saved him years of kind of dabbling and trying to start a business when it really wasn't his his path. So we might talk more about Go, but let's move on to the next one. What is the next one? 
Did you notice I waited just a sec there? <laughs> so it's wait. And there's a quote I like, not to decide is to decide. So everything has its time and place. And when we're unsure about whether to move, change niches, switch to mirrorless cameras, open a storefront studio or stay working at home, leave a group or community, hire a team, you know, all of those kinds of things that we might be like, uh, I'm not sure where to go here. Sometimes the best move is to just do nothing, to just wait. Keep doing what you're doing. Don't stop, but pay attention. Pay attention to whether there is a definite opportunity to make some changes so that the situation that we're in could be better, stronger, or taking the time to do more research or, you know, if it's a camera change, rent a camera that we have in mind, take a class on mirrorless cameras, um, just do some more research. Now, I'm going to tell you the truth about me. And um, this topic actually came up with my virtual assistant because she saw how I navigated through a big decision about stopping something I was trying to promote that just wasn't getting any traction. She noticed I asked questions over and over. How could I do this better? What could I change? Uh, checked in on, did the part of me that felt like I should stop? Was that just because I wanted to avoid the work? Or was it really not the right time? Or people weren't interested in that? Was I just wanting to be lazy? That's a little, you know, negative word sometimes. <laughs> I say on myself. Was it a general anxiety that sometimes I experience when I'm doing something new? Or even sometimes I get anxiety about finding new podcast guests. And that isn't a sign right there to not do it. It's just, I just notice, oh yeah, something about that uh, causes me to feel a certain kind of way. And that's okay. Just push through it. Keep doing it. By the way, I'm always looking for great guests. So if you know somebody, or if you want to be a guest, please contact me. Okay, so that being said, I notice about me that sometimes I stay places too long. Um, she and I were discussing that it's the same for her. And it's like we're baby birds with extra thin shells that we have to kind of crunch through harder than some people. Um, an example was changing from wedding photography to doing uh, children and family portraits. I waited to the point where I got, um, you know, mild case of PTSD because weddings are hard. And also it became so repetitious for me that even though I loved it, it was exhausting. And if I had made the decision a couple of years earlier, um, I, or if I had 
done some analysis to figure out how to work through some of the things that were not that fun for me. So I was in a wait and build position for a while. However, sometimes the best move is to do nothing while paying attention to everything. Sometimes we haven't learned enough to make a decision. Sometimes there's more for us to learn by staying in place for the time being. There's a marriage relationship book called Getting the Love You Want. And the author teaches counselors about this. It's a 90-day program. And the, the couples, when they come in for the program, make an agreement not to leave the relationship before the end of the 90 days. The value of that is to make sure that once these tools, these effective communication tools, and some of the like unsaid things and problems have a chance to get resolved, then there's more clarity and there's a safety. So sometimes not to decide helps us grow until we're ready to decide. Sometimes we need more resources. Like, for example, I'm going to quit my job and be a full-time photographer. Well, that is a great goal for many of us, and many of you have done that. Having money in place so that you can afford to do that is a great idea. So it might be, okay, I'm going to take extra shifts. I'm going to work extra hard. I'm going to mow lawns. I don't know. I'm going to do something. So I've got a nest egg. I'm going to, I'm going to spend the next year learning and saving. So then it's much easier to take a risk and know that our ability to take care of ourselves, our family and so forth, if it doesn't happen the way we think or as fast as we want to, I don't know, my grammar is all tangled up here, but anyway, it's just a good idea. Now, sometimes having steady money holds us back from taking the leap. So I know for me, I would not have become a photographer if I hadn't had a contract canceled and with time on my hands and you know the opportunity to think about what I wanted to do with the rest of my life. I was working a little business in the San Diego airport and a recession hit and they gave my contract to somebody else that they were going to pay them half what they paid me. And I wasn't willing to do that. So um, that's another story. Okay. Sometimes we need more tweaks. So I'm thinking about things like when, and I've seen this a lot on Facebook about doing charity events and auctions. And people will say, I tried it. It didn't work for me. Well, I've tried it and I've made a full-time living some years where 90% of my marketing, my direct action marketing was charity events. So it has to be done right. So maybe the weight is rather than saying, I'm not going to do this, or I'm not going to do this promotion or something that we need more information and we need to put things together in a way that does work. That's where coaches come in. That's where other 
communities come in that have done things. So um, don't give up just because something didn't work the first time. Also, some things like certain forms of advertisement. If we don't have the, the rest of everything in place, like if someone sees an ad that we run and they don't know about us or they try to research us and our website isn't showing that we do what it is we promote, like let's say you're going to do a, a baby promotion and your website has only pictures of cars. Well, you know, maybe it's not the ad. Maybe there's <laughs> some other things we need to do. So I used to get a lot of work from yellow page ads and from a free magazine that came out every month called San Diego Parent. And people would put ads in there one time or two times and say, it doesn't work. But I got lots of work from it. I just didn't get it every single week or every month. But over the course of a year, that was my main two ways of promoting was to be discovered by people who were looking for a children's photographer. And it kept me afloat. There's a lot of other things that can be done as well at the same time. You know, that's a nice passive thing. But some of our actions, it's going to take uh, just time if we keep doing what we're doing. All right. Sometimes here's the big one. And this was kind of what inspired all of this is it's time to say stop. There are times when it's clear that we need to make a change. We need to move. We need to quit a job. We need to end a way of marketing that's not working or stop a certain program that's not working. We need to leave a community of friends or colleagues or a relationship or a spiritual community. And these are such hard decisions. And there's grief involved. You know, leaving one community for another one, when we have relationships in the one, let's say you're switching a networking group where you have friends, but it's just not the right group, then there's a loss and there's a risk. But it also opens up all the possibilities. Even changing camera systems or leaving our photo lab because it's not serving us or letting go of somebody that is working for us that isn't accomplishing what we want and the relationship isn't meeting our needs. Those are hard decisions, but they're important ones. Okay, so what are some clues that it's time to leave? or stop, whatever it is. So one is to check our energy. How do we feel when we're thinking about leaving versus staying? I was in um, <laughs> a community where I found myself complaining all the time. And when I get ready to go, I felt this lump in my stomach, you know, to, to go to, to a gathering. And I just got sick of myself <laughs> and my complaining and then eventually found the right place for me to be. So, yeah, doing that energy check. Are things draining us? Another thing to check is the benefit of continuing versus the potential benefit of ending something 
or changing something. So for me, when I change from weddings to portraits, uh, especially kids are my favorite thing. So that was my switch. I was going to have more time for myself. I was going to have more income per client. It was a new challenge. I was going to get to be with babies and kids. And I used to love, love, love weddings. Um, But after 12 years, I had been around them a lot. And I still, now that I'm not photographing steady stream of babies every month, I miss that. I love kids. So big benefits for that. And I did end up earning a lot more from um, doing the portraits than the weddings with a lot less time. So, of course, we can think about this as the caterpillar and when is it time for him to go weave himself or herself a little cocoon? And then when is it time to break out of that cocoon and be the butterfly? So that's the example of where um, by stopping something, something else can emerge and we can really fly. And I know that's true for you. And I know you're probably sitting on all kinds of decisions that you're wondering, should I stop doing that? Should I start doing that? Now, sometimes when we decide to change, we just might discover that we can go back to where we were, but have a new perspective. We discover that we need to change certain things. This can happen in relationships. This can happen I don't know, all kinds of ways, even rethinking. (laughs) So kind of an example, it's a, I don't know if this is a full example, but I have an old house. And when I bought this house, it had horrible brown industrial carpet. It had horrible cork wallpaper. It had paneling, like it was dark and it was, It was now, you know, I'm in like a great neighborhood without having to move because the community around me improved. But one day I was sitting in my chair and I'd hit that toleration point where I said, I cannot live like this anymore in this dark house. What are my choices? And I thought, okay, I can move. I can burn the place to the ground. Or I can find somebody to help me. And of course, I found somebody to help me. And then my home became much more beautiful. And as photographers, you'll appreciate this. We discovered that behind the paneling, there were windows in the living room around the fireplace. And I measured the light before we pulled the paneling off. And then when we pulled it off, I gained three stops of light. So like going from, it'd be like F16 to 5.6 or something. So now my home is full of light and before it was dark, dark, dark. So that's a lot. Take a breath. Okay. So how do we do this? And this is where I'm just going to throw some stuff out. So we want to trust our gut. And there is uh, one of my my, uh, mentors, Gina Gabellini, has a program where we get in touch with our, she calls it our 
IBE, our inner business expert. So there is a part of us that knows. And when we get quiet and we listen, we put out the question and then we take some time to listen to ourselves, answers often come to us. Sometimes it's in a gut, like, you know, for me, there's a knowingness in around my solar plexus, which is very different than when it's in my throat, which often is about fear. So um, learning how your body gives you messages and listening is helpful. So it's a really big issue to discover the difference between fear and a message not to do something like jumping off a cliff into really shallow water. Fear is reasonable. Jumping off that high dive board into a deep swimming pool, of course that's scary, but it's basically safe. Um, So if you want to do it, you can do it without a risk. Okay, something that I do when I'm trying to decide, especially in either or, is I get in front of a mirror and I say, I'm going to X and I watch my face. And then I say, I'm going to do the other thing. And I watch my face. And I can usually see which one um, I actually want. And nowadays, we could do that with our cell phones, and then we could watch it again. Writing a list of positives and negatives can be illuminating. And it's not just about the number of positives or the number of negatives, but looking at which ones are most important. Something I've done a lot is I flip a coin and then I notice if I'm happy about the income. So let's pretend it's something simple like Chinese or Italian and we flip a coin and it lands on Chinese. If I feel disappointed, I know I want Italian. So, you know, that's a helpful tool. And then again, it's a body check. It's a mind check. Of course, talking it out, getting a coach and exploring step-by-step all the positives, all the doubts, ways we can improve our thinking, Um, getting through the, is this just fear or is this caution warranted? Having help with someone that is skilled at that is one of the best ways. And, you know, of course, I do that for my coaching clients over and over and over again. And I just love when they have the breakthroughs where they're like, oh, yes, I need to stop doing this, or I I need to add this, or I need to just wait. Another is to ask yourself, if you're in the wait mode, what am I getting out of this right now? And I'm a big journal person when there's a question like that. And then I would also probably then say, what am I losing by staying here? So really looking at all of those factors um, is helpful. Okay, so here's a little list I made. So number one was the guts. We've already talked about that. So a reason, we'll say a reason to stop something. So when you do a gut check and, and it's clear. Number two, if you're trying hard, and you're getting little results. 
that might be a reason to stop something. Now, again, I've already said it might be a reason to learn something more or try something a little different. Okay, so number two is if we're trying really hard and we're getting little results. So I have, once I decided to add coaching to my repertoire of things I do, I went to a lot of conferences. I love to learn and it was so fun to be in a whole new arena of things I didn't know. And at the conferences, you learn all these things you're supposed to do, sales funnels and and write a book and just, you know, endless things. And I tried many of those with zero results. And my coach at the time noticed that when I got results, it's when I got really tuned into my own inner voice. So it was time for me to stop some of those activities or the decision to try those activities and go with what was already working for me. Okay, number three, if it's just not fun anymore. So yeah, we're supposed to enjoy life. And if you're <laughs> like, I did uh, one week of working at a school, photographing underclass at a high school as an assistant. And what I learned is that was a great way to make money, but it wasn't fun. So if I had been doing it, there's a point where I would have stopped. Number four, is something else calling you? Are you ignoring a still small voice because you think you're supposed to be going this way? Number five, you're just not as successful doing what it is that you're doing as you want to be. Maybe you're somewhat successful, but maybe it just isn't worth it. Number six, your life changes and something new will enhance your path. Or, you know, you might be having a challenge. There may be some health challenge or some family challenges. You might have a baby or with me, I don't know if I've talked about this a lot, but I had um, a growth in my sinus and I had to eventually after four years of trying to make it go away completely, I had to have brain surgery. Well, that added an opportunity for me to um, look at my life in a in a fresh way. Okay, next one. I can't remember what number we're on now, but number whatever next. <laughs> You've maxed out what you know, and you need a new plan, or you need a new strategy. And that's where education comes in, conferences, coaches, things like that. Another reason to stop might be because you've hit burnout, or you're going to, and you want to make that change beforehand. Okay, next one. Just a thought. Change doesn't have to be huge. It could be, I'm going to do more studio portraits and less outdoor portraits. I'm going to learn something about, um, like for me, I'm the queen of natural light photography. If you go to my lucydumas.com website, almost everything in there, unless it's obviously studio, I did not have any additional light. But a change would be for me to add to my repertoire more, you know, adding a little pop of light here and there. So that could be a fun change that's not huge. 
Okay, so let's just call it number nine. <laughs> Sometimes leaving groups or friends or communities open new doors. And we've already talked about that. I'm just looking at my notes and seeing what I might have missed. As we grow, we outgrow. Example for me is when I started in photography, there was a photo lab that was literally half a mile away, a professional lab. And I was always wrangling with them. And if I wanted a redo, they were always telling me why I was wrong and I and it was my fault. And I didn't love the color that came out, didn't know that it was their, you know, color balance was their preference, not mine. Then I moved closer to another lab and I thought, oh, I'll try them. And they treated me like gold. The work that came out was much better. And even though it was hard to decide to change because I was, you know, fully like I knew the system at the old one, the new one served where I was. I had grown to the point where I needed that excellent service. Or you might be to the point where you've realized doing a shoot and share model is burning you out. It is cheating you out of those fun relationships where you sit with people and enjoy their joy and that you're not making the money that you want. That That's a big change. Okay. And lastly, and maybe this has been implied, maybe I've said this, but I'll just say this in a clear way. Maybe something else is grabbing your heart and it's okay to go with it. It's okay to go back to something you've done before. If you find that you made some choices that um, you regret, or it's okay to um, like right now I'm taking sort of a, an energetic break from push, 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 pushing myself to grow. Uh, I'm not stopping things, but I'm I'm letting myself have a little air around my life because I've pushed myself, I don't know, since I was six and did a little lemonade stand <laughs> to, you know, succeed. And um and I know out of this is going to emerge new things and new joys and new connections and uh, all kinds of goodies. Okay, so here's a little quick headlines that I got from Entrepreneur Magazine about this question. So some of the things they say about this are, maybe your motives were never true. And that's a reason to change. Maybe the dogs aren't eating your dog food. <laughs> Meaning, you know, you don't have clients that want what you offer. Uh, insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. So may, something needs to improve. Maybe you've disengaged and you're not really motivated and that's really common. Maybe the truth is staring you right in the face. Sometimes people don't see what the truth is and they're living in denial. And so Entrepreneur Magazine encourages us to have the courage to face the truth and deal with reality. So that is it for now. And you've listened to the end. You get a gold star and a great big hug from me. You still get a star. 
Yeah, but you wouldn't know it because you wouldn't be here at the end. <laughs> so I hope you are enjoying your life right now and that this has given you a lot to ponder and think about. And yeah, I always hate to say goodbye, don't I? <laughs> anyway, so au revoir, mon amis, and until next time. You have been listening to The Highly Profitable Photographer with Lucy Dumas. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please rate, subscribe, review, and share. To connect one-on-one and learn more about our coaching programs, just go to lucydumascoaching.com. Until next time, go have fun photographing and selling your work.